According to Wiktionary.org, the definition of narcissistic is having an inflated idea of one's own importance, or being obsessed with one's own self-image and ego. This is an apt description of the episode you are about to listen to. We promise to do this no more than once every 50 episodes. Welcome to Dwarf Fortress Roundtable, the podcast that has talked about Dwarf Fortress for 50 episodes now. I'm Jonathan. <laughs> I'm Roland. And I'm Tony. And yeah, episode 50. Arbitrary, but somehow round. We did it. Yeah. Yeah, 50 think... years of Dwarf Fortress. Wait, 50 Wait, no. years of Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's just gone by in the blink of an eye. It seems like it was just yesterday in yeah. 1971 when we sat down to fire up the podcast. Can't even remember it. Uh, I cannot remember 1971. Yeah. You know, strangely well, enough, I well, can't well, either. <laughs> uh, for, I'm probably the other one who was actually here in 1971. So yeah, I was not here. Yeah, in I was definitely not there. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't around yet. Not even trying. No, no I don't yeah. think I was a twinkle in anyone's eye in 1971. All right, so, so we've uh, covered that. Uh, excellent. <laughs> Thank you all for coming today and listening. It was an excellent 50th episode. Until next week, guys. Until next Thanks. week. For episode 51, when we'll talk about, yeah. Arches, you mean? Yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so to celebrate this 50th episode, we talked about what we wanted to do. And uh, we settled on talking about ourselves for an hour, which uh, I'm sure everyone nice. loves to hear people talk about themselves. So uh, hey, just, uh, you just know what? indulge us for this time. It's, it's better than us talking in detail about people who are listening to the podcast, because my God, that would be creepy. So let's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go with it. That's what's that's what makes the most sense in this situation. Okay, yeah. I think that typically with a podcast like this, when people go back and either binge listen or listen to the early episodes, so they probably already know this. But if you didn't know this, uh, the way our podcast got started was a Reddit post, and mm-hmm. uh, forgive me, Roland, I actually don't remember. Did you ask if anyone wanted to start a podcast and I answered it? Yeah, I, I looked it up uh, like 10 minutes earlier uh, to remember it because I have a fish brain. But it uh, went that way. I posted on the subreddit because I felt that we had like one big YouTuber and a really old podcast. And that kind of felt like that's it. You know, there are many, many small YouTubers that are streamers. Yes, but... I felt that some more things just were missing from the whole thing, especially like a podcast. And I always wanted to do one. So I just put up a post and was like, hey, can anybody actually help me do this? And as it turns out, um, Johan, you did not reply to that post. You slid into my DMs and went like, yo, you want to start a podcast? And Excellent. I was like... Hell yeah, that's why I'm here. Um, <laughs> so, and then two days later, I think we actually started talking and did the first episode. It didn't really take that long. No, yeah, we, uh, we pretty much did it immediately whenever we decided. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I had everything. Well, I say I had everything. I was. I thought that I was ready. Turns out that, <laughs> that the actual background production stuff has changed quite a bit. Uh, since the the first couple episodes, which and I want to say, I think it's I think it's working really well. Um, I, I think the yeah. audio quality is great for uh, yeah, for definitely. for. I mean, I know that with our budget, our listeners would expect nothing less than perfection, but <laughs> but it's pretty cool. Because um, I, I have listened to a few other podcasts and another subject I'm trying to get involved with right now, and and it just sounds like some of the audio is like somebody in their car talking through a tin can. Hmm. across a valley <laughs> it's just like i don't understand what's happening here and i can't listen um so you know it, it's great thanks man for all the hard work you put in on it anyway, so yeah there's a wide variety yeah. of uh of of podcast audio qualities that i've seen out there on some pretty pretty uh well-known podcasts too so yeah i i pulled one out the other day because i was listening to it and the content was fantastic and and just 
commend them for the amount of time they spent researching it, but it's mono out of the left channel. <laughs> it's like gravelly oh and hollow. Gosh. And I'm like, oh my God, does no one, has no one told you? Um, anyway. So ours, oh ours is, yeah, what I tend stereo. to with ours. Brought to well, you it is. Stereo. Not only is the music uh, stereo, but I typically will have one of us in the center and then I will offset the other two folks like 10% right and left to give it a oh, little so bit of Oh, so I did separation. not imagine that. That is oh, great. No. no, no, you didn't imagine that. That's on purpose. Oh, um, well, that's, that that's is cool. some wizardry. I, I published a couple of them in mono previous, like early on, but the file size is significantly smaller whenever you publish it in mono. But, you know, it's we're still only talking about like 20 meg. And we've got you know, this that's now. That's fine. We've, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no one's complained that our file sizes are too large. So it fits on my hard drive. I don't know about you. Yeah, no problem. It'll download over my uh, over my uh, wireless data in about ten seconds. So yeah, it's gigabit. Fine. It's it's. I don't even know what's happening. So it's great. So so yeah, we chatted for a, a little bit over um, uh, Reddit, and we did some DMs. And I don't remember if the very first time that we actually spoke was when we did the the podcast. Maybe we did a tech check a few days yeah. earlier. Yeah, we, yeah, because um, I do remember that we wanted to do Google Meet uh, or something. Um, and yeah, it, it, I think that's... Yeah, it went horribly, so we turned to Discord <laughs> instead. Um, and That's after expected. a while, we also turned from Discord to now Zencaster. But I do remember that the first thing was actually like Google Google Classroom, Google Meetup or something. Google because Meetup, I, I think, is what it was. Yeah, I, because I really do remember that the camera, your camera turned on for like two minutes. So <laughs> I actually do know how you look somewhat. So here's another weird thing. Uh, we have never actually sat there and looked at each other talking before. So yeah. if we ever had a situation where we got together and met, that would it be would weird. be really strange. Yeah. Really strange. Yeah. You know, I, I think I wonder if I could pick you guys out, but I don't know. I don't know either. I, I know, know that Roland is tall. Yeah. yeah. Um, that narrows because, it down, quite honestly. That's not a lot of people. That's like at least. So how many tall 60%. Germans are there, right? Um, I'm straight up in the 1%, so uh, you can pick me out. (laughs) You just don't know that I'm that person. Cool. But we did see a picture of you. We saw a picture of you standing like in an attic. Oh, right. Yeah. At some point. And I have seen a picture of Tony from the back of a book that he wrote. Yeah, I never saw saw that. I saw the publishing. It's it's out there. Uh, uh, Yeah, that happened. So I did the creepy, you know, internet track him down kind of thing. Yeah, it doesn't on. take very long. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if we ever do end up having a meetup or something where we get together in person, then we seriously need to do some like uh, like Zoom meetings or something so that we can actually see each other. We won't be weirded out when we're in mm-hmm. person. Well, there's one thing I was thinking was missing from my life right now, and it was more Zoom meetings. So thanks for that <laughs> suggestion. I <laughs> totally appreciate it. <laughs> Exactly. God, we're going to yeah. look back on this period and just be like, oh, my God, what was that all about, man? What a time. Imagine so turning on your camera when you're in online class. Am I right, guys? <laughs> that one's a little yeah. bit tougher for me. Um, <laughs> that one over my head, it's been a long time since I've been in the actual class. Although I'm thinking about, for the fun of it, going and taking a, uh, a class here at the local community college. Um, so. You should hmm. you should totally do that. Yeah, yes. I think you should absolutely do it. Learn. Uh, uh, you should learn some sort of computer language. That's what you should learn. That's what. Well, I yeah. Well, actually, it's it's a uh, Pascal. It's, uh, you say that. You say that <laughs> Delphi, which is basically object oriented Borland Pascal, is what I have been working with peripherally for the last ten years. So that's, that's <laughs> a hoot. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I, I took a Pascal class. That's the only programming class. A second. Yes, yeah, so, the, so did I, actually. Two. Yeah. Yeah, this nah. is, I've taken two programming classes in my life. One MC68000 assembly language and the other uh, that one. So, yeah, it's it's been a real lucrative thing for me, you can imagine. I've done an done a Intel x86 assembly. Well, of course, I've got a, a my degree is in computer engineering, so that's why I 
did computer stuff in school. So, so I, bringing I this conversation full circle, what do we th- like? What do you think Dwarf <laughs> Fortress is written in? I, I, I'm. It's in C C plus plus C plus plus. Yeah. Not Fortran. It's a. It's a. Sorry. Technically, I think it would have to be used if I understood my. It would have to have used the C plus plus compiler, and uses Visual Studio. I don't know oh, what yeah. he uses for Mac. And we have our, our correction that he does his own compiles for Mac. Yes, yes. How yeah, did you like that voice? I thought the voice nice. was awesome. Yeah. My hat's off, and, yeah. and thanks to our artificial intelligence overlords. Uh, yes, yeah. I think that he is going to... And you know, this is a good time to bring up also. Uh, we are going to be buying a license for the music that we've been featuring for the uh, for the run of our podcast so far, it has been uh, Kevin McLeod is the guy who wrote both of these songs, and we don't know him from Adam, and he doesn't know us. But I really do appreciate what he does, and and he will as long as you do attribution, he will let creators use the uh, his music royalty free. Now I, so, I keep wondering: is it the Kevin McLeod or is it a Kevin McLeod? That's I don't know. what I want to know. Because if it's uh, the, Kevin, the McLeod, Kevin McLeod, that's pretty amazing. Because that dude's. That dude's had a, a long run. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? He has a TV show called Grand Designs, and it's run I for like know. 20 no. years or something. Okay. I think it, I don't know. If you go to, to incompetech.com or filmmusic.io, um, it's this guy, I think, is, he makes his living doing media. Hmm. So doing music. Okay. So I'm going to guess it's A. Kevin McLeod, not the yeah. Kevin McLeod. It is, it is true. It is A. Kevin. He's one of them. One of the McClouds. One of them, yeah. Yeah. One of them clouds. Um, But basically, um, this is what we're doing with the Patreon money instead of spending it on Coke and hookers. Um, So this... this I'm sure everyone assumed that, so thanks for the clarification. (laughs) I'm sure that's what everyone was thinking. I mean, uh, to be fair, to be fair, my family did actually think that. Uh, when Do I watch said, a lot of I, 80s films? There is internet money. I'm technically earning money through the internet. And my family is like, oh, what are you going to do with it? Well, tell them you're music, putting it all in Dogecoin. It's all going <laughs> all, in Dogecoin. Every single solitary cent Dogecoin. That's it. Uh, uh, in all seriousness, everything that we've gotten from uh, from our patrons and Thank you so much. That's going to be a segue here in a second. But everything that we've gotten from our patrons has gone back into the show. Mm-hmm. Or we are also donating uh, right now. It's uh, five dollars a month back to um, uh, the Adams Brothers. So, uh, so the the Patreon money is is being used towards the show, not for cocaine and, and prostitutes. <laughs> Just to make that clear. But but to be fair, that's a personal choice for other people to make, and we're not a judgmental show. So Yes, yes. If we decide to start buying hard drugs and illicit sex uh, I'll just I'll just cut that down. Everyone's parents are going to be very proud of them after this episode. There's gonna be an overwhelming sense of pride at the next family. And I think yeah, what like, we should son, I am so proud of you. You guys are just Ladies and gentlemen, update your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> oh, my God. How do we get back on track? Uh, yeah, we could talk about film Robocop. 1987 <laughs> Peter Weir. That, that, that coined the very concept that we're talking about, which is evil people using illicit gains to buy drugs and hookers. Like that's, that's actually featured. What? And they are met with swift justice. Wait, are you serious? Just, Somebody yeah, have you not seen RoboCast? Have you really not seen RoboCast? No, 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 it's not a podcast. No, RoboCop was a movie, man. Oh, it's a it's a movie. You should go see it. It's yeah, it's... no, no. I know it's a movie, but I'm okay. just saying. In RoboCop, there was a podcast, and the guy no, just no, no. brought himself just just drugs and hookers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know that RoboCop did much <clears throat> podcasting. I think he was just all about vengeance, <clears throat> which is a different thing. He was okay. so angry. Damn. Anyway. So angry. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so, well, so we yeah. can talk about Door Fortress. Um, Damn, yeah, well, we're like a gonna, train well, without tracks. <laughs> a a, a minecart hey. without tracks. <laughs> An archer without a quiver.
Um, so big, big Patreon uh, shoutouts to Logan Hastings, Potato Bomb, Chris Mooney, Mr. Gutsy, and Christopher Harris. Thank you very much. It is so, so dearly appreciated. Logan Hastings and Potato Bomb, they are our newest patrons, so thank you so much. Uh, all joking aside, we are using the funds to make the podcast better, as we uh, as we said that we would from the start. But So back at the start of the podcast, it's like uh, four or five episodes into it, we got, I think that it was a uh, response on our website, wasn't it, from some guy named Tony? Yeah, weird, weird fella. No, I came at you from Reddit. Was it Reddit? I, yeah, I was, ah, yeah. I was straight up a Reddit. We hadn't actually planned on having a third person as being in the podcast, but it just worked so well that uh, that Tony came on and just didn't go away. There we go. Yeah. That's the story of my life. Thank you very much. I, I do remember that. Like, okay, for example, we had Crocs Smash before Tony, um, but then we found Tony. And for the next episode, we actually had a small discussion and we're like, this man is so cool. Let's actually keep him. Can we keep him, Dad? Can we keep him? <laughs> okay, son. After the first time he was on, we invited him back. And uh, Tony mentioned to me after that second episode, I, th- I think you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but you mentioned it's like, hey, if you guys would like to have me on every week, I'd be I'd be up with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I I feel like that's the way it went. And uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, it happens. what happened? I don't know how podcasts work. We thought about it for a couple of days and we're like, yeah, OK, that'll work. It just seemed to to flow better whenever we had three people bouncing off each other instead of just me and Roland. Yep. And you know what really sealed the deal was when when I got that sign on bonus, um, that number of zeros was just like. Wow. So, you know, yeah. I, and I'm glad you didn't notice that big watermark that said this is not a check. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Monopoly money. So uh, we talked about a couple of our guests, Krug Smash and Tony, and I'm just going to kind of review the guests we've had because the guests we've had on here have been wonderful. We've had a lot of um, Dwarf Fortress celebrities, if you will, and we've had some some community members and we started off wanting to have community members as a regular part. And I think that Roland brought it up an episode or two ago. We've kind of lacked on that and we need to figure out a good way to make that, make that happen. But mm-hmm. I've had a few though. I have a theory. It's been a little tricky to, to get people just because I think with COVID, you know, things are pretty wild and people's schedules are kind of all over and unsettled. And, you know, we've been recording on the weekends and yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, as things start to smooth out with that, it'll be a little easier for us to plan and a little easier for everybody else to, you know, kind of have the time to, to join us to talk about this. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe we just have them schedule, uh, suggest some times that they would like to come on and then we do, uh, Mm -hmm. do a, maybe not an hour long thing, maybe just 15 minutes or so just to kind of get their, their Dwarf Fortress story. So. I think that would be a good way to do it. I support that plan. So. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so I'm going to just kind of run through our guests uh, uh, early on. We'll start off, we'll go in chronological order, and which is the opposite of the way I put them on the list here. But we had a Krug Smash on for episodes three and four. Uh, some guy named Tony was on here for episode five. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Ross, who created the Avarice Dwarf Fortress RPG was on with us for uh, episodes nine and 10. And Alexi Pepper, who has the distinction of being on the most episodes that is not one of us, one of the three of us. Uh, She was on episodes 13 and 14 and 19. And then she came back on on episode 32 to talk about roguelike celebration. And Alexi, if you are listening, we are going to be uh, contacting you sometime in the future to get your thoughts on Dwarf Fortress if you've had a chance to play it since the release a year ago. I'm sure you have. Let's see. Then uh, we had Kiefer on. He was on our first Halloween episode. So that was really neat. He was on for episodes 18 and 23. And that first Halloween episode probably had my favorite intro that we've done so far. I did some, uh, some weird satanic sounding backmasking uh, uh, I think it was uh, backmasked, slowed down, Krug Smash saying, hello, you bearded bastards. 
Okay. So. <laughs> that was great. Nothing to worry then, about there. On January 1st of 2020, we had Tony One and Threeto, who are fairly important people in the Dwarf Fortress community. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could make a case that none of this would be possible without them. Um, <laughs> you could think that, yeah. yeah the last I mean, I just think be that's three fair. people talking about about shoes. RoboCop, yeah. 1987 Robocop. film <laughs> about vengeance. <laughs> the rails, the rail. Okay, anyway, Damn it, um, my mind cart has gone off the tracks. But, uh, we've we've yes. pulled a Nate here. We've used our mind cart tracks to turn to make a shotgun. Let's get it back on track. <laughs> Uh, yeah, talking about minecarts and shotguns, we did actually have Nate on uh, episode 25, and he talked about his amazing minecart water shotgun that like smashed invaders into the walls. That was a really nice sto- um, story. I tried to rebuild it, never came out of anything. But <laughs> Yeah, you know. that's an aspirational goal for me. You know, like, I feel like for me, if I'm able to do that, then I've beat the game. Yeah, so, like mine cards? Nah. It's a recruiting tool. I, I, For me, when I talk about the game, I'm like, okay, now, okay, you've, yeah, yeah, I know it doesn't, I know we're going to go through it's hard and it looks like squiggles. But listen, listen now, this guy made a shotgun defense system out of mine cards. And people are like, what? <laughs> I feel like it adds a richness to the story. And, uh, and, and I, and I feel like that's a story we should keep telling. Definitely. Yeah. So our next, our next guest was on episode 34. His name was Jack and he was a community member that came on and, and talked with us. And his format was probably much like what we are may, may go with, you know, the community member interview sort of thing. So that was a lot of fun. I had a, Mod developer Ralph come on episode 36, talked about Dwarf Fortress Storyteller. And that is programmed in the language that I am, you know, doing on my on my own on the side right now. That was programmed in Rust. Doing a little bit of trendy programming, self-teaching stuff with Rust. That's been pretty fun. <laughs> sure. Okay. So on uh, episodes uh, 46 and 47, we did have a blind on, a uh, blind IRL or blind in real life, whatever you want to say or pronounce it. We had some massive difficulties with that. Uh, big streamer, cool guy, big shout outs. You should check him out. He has some amazing Dwarf Fortress streams on Twitch almost daily now. Episode 46 was planned and episode 47, uh, Tony was not able to make the episode and we just threw out, it's like, is anyone who's been on here before want to come back on? And he's like, sure, I'll come back. So that was really great. (laughs) Yeah, that worked perfectly. And um, talking about uh, perfect podcasts, we also had um, Alexandra Orlando on, um, the new community manager from Kid Fox Games, uh, very fresh in her job. And we just smashed into the podcast and yeah that was great yep so that's our list of guests so far and we plan on having more guests continuing uh, as we go on if you would like to if you're a community member or if you're uh you know a celebrity if you're toady one and you want to come back on just send (laughs) us an email at urist at dfroundtable.com that's u-r-i-s-t at dfroundtable.com and we will get everything set up and have you on and We'll just uh, we'll we'll have fun with that. Yeah, and uh, and I was thinking of another guest. It's it's sort of a a far out one, but Kim Jong Un. If you're listening, it would be really cool to have you on the podcast, just specifically (laughs) to talk about how you build fortresses. I would imagine they would be island fortresses, isolated. And I'm curious, so let us know if you're listening. Be great. What are you talking about? I don't know, but can you imagine how that guy would play the game? Like, would would he just be like, I'm going to have it be open, tavern? Come on, everybody. Or is he going to just, like, lock it down and be like, island. That's all I want, island. I just, I don't know. I I wonder how he would play it. Or, you know, in other world leaders. Dude, we're going to get banned from North Korea. No. Oh, God. I, we did, I forgot to put somebody on the list. And, oh. and I hope that this is the only person that I didn't put on the list here because I... Uh, Meth, Meth oh. was on. Oh the, my God! The, right. the creator of the 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 Meth launcher. So, and also the person who is uh, one of two people uh, who is working on the graphics for the Steam release of Dwarf Fortress. So, 
Yeah, pretty, we had uh, Beth on also. Pretty innovative dude. Um, yeah. That was, that was really <laughs> wow, fun. man, a pretty intense dude. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, talk about somebody who's like, hey, you know, uh, I was wondering in uh, if I'm creating a creature, how you know, and he'll just be like, great, this is how it works. <laughs> Here's what you need to do. It's it's badass. And, I love it. I love oh, that yeah. kind of community knowledge. It's I so created cool. that sprite whenever I was being held at the border of of. Uh, oh, yeah, the, oh, is it the Chechen border when I was held in a detention camp with Kim yeah, Jong Un? Exactly. And I, I thought I'd put that together. Yeah, totally awesome. And I was biking engaging. across the Middle East, and and I love those little uh, those little sprites that he adds. Like the spider person is actually a little Spider Man. <laughs> uh, I've been looking out for those things. <sighs> Cracks me yeah, up, right. my dude. Looking forward to, to what he does with the uh, with the you know the real tile set. So in you know in a couple of years when, when that comes out, we'll be able to check it out. I think. So here's something that we had talked about doing, and I didn't put it on the list. I'm, you know, we can skip it if you guys want to. But I thought it might be neat for us to talk about, uh, you know, things that we might want to do before episode 100. So you know, some some dwarf fortress goals that we have. For goals, um, well, let like me just tell you what mine in, is. In game, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, in game, in game goals. Yeah, so so in Dwarf Fortress, so far I have never gone to the circus. I've oh, never golly. mine at adamantine, and okay. I want to do both of those things. Those are going to be goals of mine before episode one hundred. I want to to visit the circus, and I want to uh, mine adamantine. Yeah, it wouldn't be unexpected. To, to have those goals go hand in hand. Yeah, right. Probably. Right. Understood. So that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Wonderful. Dig down, my friend. Dig down. <laughs> yes. You, you can do that. That's... Yeah. Hmm. Um, I do have... A, like, I wouldn't say it's a defined goal. It's more of a wishful thinking. Um, because I saw on the wiki... Right there's some sometimes uh, pictures of mega projects, and I'm very intrigued by that. And um, so what I want to do is basically build a pyramid uh, through the entire map. So the pyramid starts at the very corner of the map and then goes up as far as I need to. Oh. Um, the entire pyramid is supposed to be made of clear glass. Um, so this will take a while um, but since I now have this new fabulous processor I do hope that I can actually manage it now Um, and the entire fortress is supposed to be in the pyramid so this is going to get funny yeah it's gonna that's gonna be really neat I'm excited to see that Every to every one of my really aspirational forts or ambitious forts, I, I'll do something like forget to put in a front door, and then everyone will get killed. <laughs> I <I've, laughs> might surprise you to hear that. <laughs> hey, so I hit one of my own goals, which was something that has happened to me once only fleetingly when I killed an entire civilization by accident, but never in a sustainable way. I have a new, relatively newish world that I started. Um, and I got a king. So I'm pretty excited about that. The king is at the fortress and all these other royal people keep showing up and it's turning into quite a thing. It's pretty fun. So hopefully I don't kill them. Hmm. I've never had the king, so that was exciting. It, it is exciting, except I play on a Mac and that's always the least fun platform to play on. But uh, at some point I'll get that fortress back. That makes a good time to uh, to to mention a few more of our patrons. Uh, so I'd like to thank Lucas, Pedro Pereira, Brandon Wright, and Jack Dillon for uh, for being patrons. Thanks so much, folks. Uh, your support is very much appreciated. Um. So I was saying that we're actually going to be purchasing our. Um, our licenses for the theme music, but I did want to make sure that I very much thanked uh, uh, Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com and his music is also at filmmusic.io for making that uh, available to creators 
with uh with no royalties because it's extremely good music extremely varied if you can't find what you're looking for in his library then yeah i just don't know what to say it's it's extensive every genre from hip-hop to classical is in there so we should have gone for some hip-hop for this track for this podcast what do you think you know i thought about it some auto-tuned oh you did okay oh no how about this way better way better we do a dwarf fortress rap how about that? oh god hey (gasps) you uh, just volunteer that's your goal oh no (laughs) that's that's a thing that could happen that's how i shoveled my grave (laughs) yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be carved on the uh on the slab that is put as your memorial (laughs) the lyrics to your dwarf fortress rap oh god uh, carrying on. Are we talking about upcoming stuff yet? Because that could be interesting. Like, what if we uh, set some goals for ourselves? Say, hey, by episode 75, we have a squad of archers working. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I have had a squad crazy. of archers. Myself have had a squad of oh, archers right. that worked. Uh, I would say it's a probably about a 60% success rate whenever I try to use archers. Okay. That's yep. pretty good. It's yeah. a D, but darn good for D. Yeah, for it's darn a low good. enough success rate that I typically now just don't bother with making archers. I just yeah. build melee people. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I I went through the trouble a number of times of building these really cool towers for the archers, and they would either um, dodge off off of the tower into the battle, and then starts you know just be annihilated, or they would just kind of not go to the tower at all and shoot. So. It's a fun, it's an interesting thing. I'm sure at some point it'll get sorted out, all sorted out. Whatever. Well, the thing is, the payoff for archers is really is a, a nice dopamine hit when they actually work correctly. Yeah. And you see them actually take out uh, a group of goblins from uh, from far off. But more often than not, the goblins' arrows seem to be able to shoot farther than your archers. And uh, your archers get taken out by the goblins. Yeah, I mean, I just have these visions of like building a death funnel because you can sort of do that in um, in RimWorld. You can kind of build these like kill boxes, basically, and um, and it's gruesome and 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 quite rewarding. But uh, I have not managed to replicate that with Dwarf Fortress yet. But I know it's possible, and I know that it's uh, human error rather than game error. So it's it's that that is kind of fun and kind of keeps keeps me keeps me entertained. Thanks for coming to my TED talk on Dwarf Fortress Archers. Yeah, it, it's 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 a reoccurring theme, um, but I, I get it. Sometimes they work perfectly. Sometimes they don't. I don't know. It's just like life, you know. Just like life. Let's take a look into the mailbox. And uh, and what will we find and see what our listeners have had to say to us. So if you would like to drop a comment, complain about us or tell us what you like about the show or just to say hi, you can do so by sending an email to Urist at dfroundtable.com. That's U-R-I-S-T at dfroundtable.com. Or you can stop by our website, which is dfroundtable.com. <laughs> to leave a comment on the episode of your choice. Uh, we had a listener named Jeff who asked us to compare old worlds and new worlds, which we did with blind on, uh, on his episode, one of his episodes. And uh, Jeff, thanks for sending the letter. And I hope that the coverage was satisfactory. If not, let us know. Um, also in February, Joe, the Dwarven scientists wrote in uh, to my comment about what the heck is uh uh, Fed Zolbin's fist. Uh, and he, he mentioned that it's a, a necromancer experiment. And here's something that I, that I thought was really neat. And I'm not sure where he got this information from. Maybe he, he dove into the, into the, the files that are in the game to find this out, or maybe it's on the Dwarf Fortress wiki. But so apparently each individual necromancer can make in this order, a dwarf sized quadruped, a horse sized quadruped, a sentient being, and an amalgamation in that order. So, and the amalgamation is a stitched together giant sized being composed of bits and pieces of dozens of corpses. 
So that sounds horrifying. Y- yes. Has, has anyone seen what they could recognize as an amalgamation in any of their fortresses yet? Uh, is that just um, a necromancer creation or is it a suit yeah. something even more special? No, it's a necromancer creation. Apparently that's his life's work is the uh, is the amalgamation. Apparently oh, building their own giant out of out of corpses. Wow, that's so. lovely. That is truly horrifying. But as of yet, yeah. I think the largest uh, thing that I've seen that was made by a necromancer was about horse-sized. Um, so I've never really seen an amalgamation made from like 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 a Frankenstein's monster, right? Um, yep. Have not seen that. I just saw people that were transformed or transmuted into something else. But I, I am, I am scared now. Thanks. So would <laughs> You're you? Welcome. Would you rather fight uh, one horse-sized amalgamation? <laughs> Come on. Or a hundred <laughs> necromancer-sized amalgamation? Well, apparently the amalgamation is going to be giant size, so it would oh, be like a, the Colossus great. walking yeah, around. Okay, so. Straight up, I would rather fight one big ass amalgamation instead of a hundred dwarven sized amalgamations, yeah. simply because I could actually kill that, and the one hundred will just trample me. You know? Hundred cavy pups will kid would kill you, probably. I think. Yes, I think that would be bad. Yes, yeah. and just just imagine the uh, the. Just imagine the 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 description of this oh, thing yeah. as it walks through. Whoa. Has anyone modded the game to make an army of war cavies? Hmm. <laughs> to make them trainable as war animals? That might be a thing to do. Krugsmash yeah. did the thing with the... They weren't his rhinoceros beetles. beetles. Yeah, they were... Yeah. I can't remember what the name of them was, but his, his funky rhinoceros beetle-looking thing. So I'm sure that you could make a mod where you could train war cavy pups i sort of got the message though that didn't end up working quite the way he wanted it to work or the way he'd envisioned it because i noticed that he did stop Mm. talking about them in quite the same way i don't know that it was quite the panacea of greatness that he would he was hoping for but who knows Lodot one thanks a lot joe the dwarven scientist for sending in the uh the the email and Lodot One uh, is a listener who sent in uh, uh, the description of his fortress, the Vampiric Tales of Aleth Joy Channels. That's uh, posted to Reddit. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. That was really cool. It's all about murders being investigated and found out. Oh, cool. And, and uh, Mo from Germany. Uh, your neck of the woods there, Roland. Asked if we're going to cover stockpile designs. So I'm going to put that in the queue for covering in a uh, in an upcoming episode. That sounds like an excellent Meaning topic. that, um, yeah, das werden wir auf jeden Fall machen. Yeah, totally. From our from comments on our website that recently, um, got a comment from Karthik in India. And uh, he uh, just uh, binge listen to Dwarf Fortress Roundtable. Seems that that is the way that people catch up with them. That seems, I guess that's normal for podcasts. Do you guys, so whatever you to listen to a, a podcast, when you discover one, do you typically go back and listen to it from the beginning all the way through and binge it? Um, yes. Like most of the time, especially if the podcast has a higher number, so like 40 plus or something, um, mm-hmm. they ha- started to have some insiders you don't get and you can't laugh at unless you actually get the insider yourself. So yeah. yes, I tend to actually go back to episode one, even if that means that I get like a canny quality or like not as good. No, I get it. I get it. I, I, I have trouble listening back to our early episodes because they're just... I just feel that they're so stilted mm-hmm. and they probably still are. And I don't realize it because I'm doing them, but uh, yeah, the, I think the first a, couple episodes. Yeah. Well, you, here's what I, I mean. What I've noticed is it, it depends for me. So if it's a podcast that's talking about current events or whatever, then I tend not to go back too far because then the stuff that they're talking about might 
kind of be dated. However, yeah, I don't true. think the dev cycle in Dwarf Fortress is heavy enough to be where anything that we talked about two years ago is like suddenly radically out of date. So I think it kind of makes sense. But what I've also enjoyed is seeing how some podcasts, you know, like you listen to their first couple episodes and they're a little rough because everybody's kind of figuring it out. But then as, as the podcast progresses, it's like you can kind of see those, you can see the way people have kind of learned some, you know, to improve production and cutting and, you know, editing and, and, and content and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, hopefully we're in that latter camp where it's like, we've kind of been getting better at doing it as we go. Yeah. It doesn't take me nearly as long to edit an episode now as it did when we first started. Uh, the first few episodes took a really long time. Yeah. Um, and, and audio quality, I think it's kind of cool to see it sort of improve. So I've noticed like if I go grab a, you know, a podcast and the audio's not ideal on the first couple episodes, I always fast forward to like 10 episodes in to see if they figured it out. And usually they do. So that's cool. Mitchell Peterson also said that uh, that he has recently discovered the podcast and binged it. And let's see, James Watt, turns out, is from my home state of Missouri. So he uh, heard me mention the Ozarks and uh, and dropped us a comment saying that, uh, that he, too, was from Missouri. And if we can get, you know, five or six people who will uh, who say that they will go to Columbia, uh, Missouri, not Columbia. Oh, I was about to say, oh, I might go to Columbia, Cali or Bogota or Cartagena. That sounds fun. Well, that's where we get the cocaine, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for bringing us back. I'm sorry. I had lost track <laughs> of so that, but I, but I do appreciate you. <laughs> anyway, if anyone wants to, if anyone, if we get enough people who say that they would like to meet uh, in Columbia, Missouri, I would be all up for arranging some sort of a Missouri dual fortress meetup that could happen once every six months or something like that. So uh, if you are within driving distance of Jefferson city or Columbia or somewhere central Missouri, uh, just drop us an email. Probably won't happen, but it would be great if it, if it could, because, you know, I, especially since uh, hopefully we see a light at the end of the COVID tunnel, hopefully then maybe we can talk about doing in-person meetups and conferences and things like that again. So anyway, thanks a lot, James, for, uh, for, for dropping the line and uh, that's it for the, uh, for the, for the mail pile. The last set of terrific Patreon shout outs go to Cleanodev, who is uh, really awesome because he also moderates the subreddit and does a heck of a job there keeping yeah. it um, yeah. in, in ship shape. So if you haven't gotten onto the Dwarf Fortress subreddit yet, um, I highly recommend going to check that out because Cleanodev makes that an awesome place. So huge thanks to him for that. Yep. If you are a little shy about getting on 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 Reddit because of its reputation of being a, a toxic place, the Dwarf Fortress subreddit is not toxic at all. It is a wonderful place. It is the closest thing. I think it's it's yeah, it's a nice community center for uh for for Dwarf Fortress and Cleanodev does a great job with that. So thanks so much, man. Yeah, yeah, and and um, you know, for for those of us that are slow to get on the Bay Twelve forums, whatever reason, I just can't seem to manage to add that to my daily roster of places to go look. But, but uh, but but the you know the subreddits there, and and it's always kind of fun to see different varying degrees of people's skill. Because what is cool about that is that there are people that know about Reddit, which is like eighty percent of people um, in the world, and then there's like people who know about the Bay Twelve forums, and that's like you know, probably 0.6% of people in Missouri. Um, and, and, um, and so, you know, it's like, by the time you get to the Bay 12 forums, it's almost expected that you know what you're doing and that you're quite good at the game. And it's where the yeah. Reddit, it's like, you've got people making shotguns and you've got people learning to plant mushrooms for the first time. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Perfect. Back to the shout outs. The next one, blood toes. I, I hope that's not, uh, uh, an indication of uh, frequently stubbing your toes, but if it is, I'm I'm really sorry, and I'd love to help you get a nice pair of socks to remediate that. But anyway, blood toes, thank you so much for being a supporter. Um, Jamie Britton, uh, Nathan Johnson, and Justin Lothamer. 
And I hope I said your name right, Justin. So thank you all for listening. It is really, really cool that, that you guys are here. So thanks. Okay. So I think that's going to wrap up our look back at the last couple of years, our first 50 episodes of Dwarf Fortress Roundtable. We enjoy doing it. So I don't think that we're going to stop for the foreseeable future. I could go out and get hit by a bus, but, uh, well, don't but, do that. Oh, no, I mean, that's, if you don't want to do it, like, just, <laughs> let's just talk it over. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't feel this is an all or nothing thing. So stay away from, yeah. you know, from, from scary transit options. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we've done a good job. I think of not making this turn into, uh, to a work thing. It's stayed fun. We've tried to keep it loose. And we have gathered around the edges of trying to do more organized things and and making segments, if you will, and things like that. And while that might make the show tighter, it also adds significantly to the workload of, of prepping for the podcast. And, uh, you know, the podcast may be better for, for with more structure, but we seem to be all right. So I don't know. Uh, and it's uh, always open to uh, suggestions. If there's something that you'd like to see us do, that is awesome. If uh, if if you think that we suck, um, you know, feel free to keep that to yourself. Uh, because quite honestly, that we're not really that interested in hearing yeah. that part of it. But if you do have something that um, that you think would that you know you're like, man, I wish they'd talk about this. Uh, tell us, it'd be awesome. Love, love uh, and look, that. whenever we started this, I. Tried to exp- I tried to anticipate that there would be people who would have uh, n- not nice things to say because whenever you uh, put a product out on the internet, it uh, a lot of times you'll have some uh, some criticism. Some of it is friendly and constructive, and some of it is not constructive at all. And so I was ready for that, but I have to say that every piece of uh, of communication from our listeners has been positive. There hasn't been a single thing that anyone has said that was that was sure we've gotten things wrong and whenever we get things wrong we get things wrong all the time we are not experts at dwarf fortress we love the game uh at least i'm speaking for myself and speak for yourself uh, man uh come on (laughs) roland's an expert (laughs) what no 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 don't don't say that otherwise people will actually think that what i'm saying is like (laughs) correct all the time it's not so yeah so if 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 we get something wrong, let us know and we'll correct it uh, on the on the next uh, episode. And yeah, so thanks for listening. You folks have been great. And uh, keep the communication coming and we'll keep the episodes coming every couple weeks or so. Next time, we will get back to talking about the actual game Dwarf Fortress instead of being narcissistic. <laughs> hey, but, all right. But we're great and we know it, right? So we squeezed in a little talk. We we talked about, well, we managed to tick some boxes. We talked about minecart shotguns and we talked about archers. And I, and I think that's been a pretty common theme for us. So we're (laughs) we're on message for this this We are right on on track. Like we We are are, in our usual ways. I feel like we've got a finger on the pulse of the community here. Um, (laughs) That's what they want to hear. One last announcement. Um, I think that uh, the next episode we are going to start opening the live stream to the public. I've communicated with the uh, with our highest level patrons who the uh, the the perk for the highest level patrons was um, that they get exclusive access to the live stream. But it wasn't being utilized all that much, uh, so I thought that maybe we should do something else. And I and I reached out to them and asked them uh, for ideas about what they might like. Uh, as the uh, the top level perk on Patreon, and so what we're going to do is we're going to have a Bloodline Fortress for the top level patrons and uh, and us at the podcast. Hmm. And so uh, more details will be coming about that in the next week or so. I'll communicate with you on Patreon. We've said a lot about Patreon this episode, and. We've we've had the Patreon account out there for a while. We've had our patrons for quite some time, and we are going to start uh, start doing the shout outs. But we want to be careful not to sound like we're begging because we're not doing this for profit. We we really appreciate the the financial support that we're getting from our patrons, 
and you are making it so easy for us to do this show and you're making it easy for us to do things like subscribe to Zencaster, buy the licensing for the for the for the music because that's what the that's what the patreon money is going for so we want to make sure that we know that you know that you're appreciated but at the same time we don't want to sound beggy and sound like we're uh advertising because we're not out here to do a profit we're here because we love the game and, and we got no skin in the game for Patreon either. Like they're just some no. crappy tech company. So like they're a means to an end. So it was, it was, yeah, it was a way to, it was a way yeah. to, to, to conveniently do it. And that seems to be what content creators are using right now. So and if anybody wants to invent a better model and let us know about it, I, I would welcome that because yeah, yeah enough with the. Good stuff. So yeah, just wanted to throw that out. We're not going to be turning this into the Dwarf Fortress Roundtable Patreon podcast. So that's not going to no. happen. But yeah. No, in fact, <laughs> I I want to have a swear jar and make the word Patreon a swear. And then oh. I will put a dollar <laughs> in every time I say Patreon, and then I will use that to pay the content creators. Because ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. That's my, that's my plan. So I'm going to call that something else. And I'm not going to say the other word right now. Perfect. So d- does that also, uh, do you, are you also representing Patreon us so that you Patreon put a dollar in your Patreon swear jar oh my every God. time myself no. or Patreon Rollins is Patreon? No, absolutely not. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Trying to bankrupt us here? No. <laughs> All right. No, just you. So that's going to wrap Yeah. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this meta episode of Dwarf Fortress Roundtable, episode 50, recorded on April 25th, 2021. And until next time, you folks have a wonderful day. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. This has been the Dwarf Fortress Roundtable Podcast. You can find all our past episodes at dfroundtable.com. Stop by and leave a message or suggestion in the comments section for this episode. While you're there, you can subscribe to Dwarf Fortress Roundtable or find us in the podcast service of your choice. You can find video content on our YouTube channel, and you can send us an email at urist at dfroundtable.com. That's U-R-I-S-T at dfroundtable.com. Please consider donating to the creators of Dwarf Fortress at bay12games.com. If you'd like to help support this podcast, you can find us at patreon.com slash dfroundtable.